Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey everyone, big news from the boys of the last podcast on the left. Check out the last comic book on the left, our most sinister comic anthology. It now has a volume two. Please pre-order now at Z2Comics.com. We have an even bigger stable of artists and talent and writers and everyone that we did for the first one, although the first one is fucking amazing and it's still available on Z2Comics.com, but we're asking you to go pre-order number two, Z2Comics.com. You're going to like the way you read. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gene. recording Riverdale Roundup earlier and weirdly enough this song has been in my head this goes out to you Betty Cooper and she'll tease you she'll unease you all the better just to please you she's precocious (laughs) and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush she's got Greta Garbo's standoff size she's got Betty Cooper's <laughs> I love you, Betty Cooper. I'm in love with you, Lily Reinhardt. I don't care oh who knows it. I care who Welcome knows Welcome to it. page seven. I know it's not Riverdale Roundup, but uh, we just hit the finale. We are going to have a little bit of Riverdale talk in this week's episode because MJ and I are bursting at the seams. I would wow. not say bursting. Are you bursting? Pleas- I would say I w- we were pleasantly surprised. Oh, I'm after bursting. After a, sl- I would. I think we've used the words slog to describe this general season of Riverdale, <laughs> and yes. I think that we Bit did power finish the slog. it. So the power of the slog has been completed, and it did la- it nailed <laughs> the dismount, the season finale of Riverdale, uh, season six out of seven. And so it's like you have the satisfaction. I've never run a marathon, but I imagine that's what you feel when you get to like mile eighteen or something. <laughs> Watching Riverdale, Holden has has rib, uh, run a marathon before. So Holden, do you think that it is similar watching Riverdale as it is to your nipples bleeding because you forget to put on your right the game? tape? Uh, I would say first of all, half marathon. Let's not fool ourselves oh, here. Okay. We did half <laughs> of a marathon, but I did do the Brooklyn half several a few years ago, um, and I would say. It's more similar to a little song and scene running up that hill. Oh, uh, in a show called Stranger. Running up that hill. 
It's just holding you. Keep putting it back into my brain. This isn't my fault. I want everyone to know this is back in your brain. No, it's and your the way fault. I sing it, it's back in your brain. Make it a is, pact it's with God, fault. Jackie. Make a <laughs> pact with God. Look, I still haven't finished the season. I can't even. I just the final three and a half. No, no, no. Four hours that I, I need to to invest to get there is too much for me. It's this. It's the wall. It's you know what I mean. It took uh, me like from five Game of days and the border to finish the final the season finale of Stranger Thing. I think actually it took has me five broken viewings. me. Yeah, it has absolutely broken me. So I would say it's more like that. I think it's more like run it up that hill the song and scene in Stranger Things. We are, I'm staying at a vacation house right now with my kids and some family and there's like a big hill in the front yard and a big hill in the backyard and I keep asking Gideon to take videos of me and the kids running up that hill so that I can then like send it to Kate Bush and then I just keep not getting around to it. But it has been a song in my head all week too. And I blame Jackie. I'm not going to blame Holden. No, why? He's the one that keeps bringing it back. And I will, I'm going to, I'm, I'm the villain in today's episode. I feel like I was oh, reading no. these news yeah. stories yesterday oh, and I was, maybe no. it was the mood I was in or whatever, but I was literally just like, ugh. That I, I have a take on that that people aren't going to like. Yeah, oh, before we I start recording. I have a take on that that are going to annoy people. Holden referred to himself as a hot take Holden. And I don't think we're Holden ready for a hot take Holden. Hot take Holden. I'm afraid. Your takes are All already right. pretty like, hot, usually. Yes. Can we just get into it? Because I, I you know what I mean? What's, what's your hottest take? that have been thrown around <laughs> at, uh, you know, a certain Oh, you're upset about recently. the helicopter, the private jet. And the- well, you know, MJ, I just all those people, I always hear them talking about their concerns about people's carbon footprints, right? Like every time <laughs> I get on Twitter, all I see from all of these people is a constant just what are what is everyone's carbon footprint? And what's my carbon footprint? You know what I mean? He's and they sit around they talk about the environment. I'm surprised your first upset was not about the <laughs> Fancy Feast restaurant or about the hot wing lip gloss. Th- those are uh-huh. not your number one hot Honestly, take upsets. the commercial for that hot wing lip gloss sold me. They go so hard <laughs> in that thing. It is a two oh, and a half minute long <laughs> yep. music no, video it that is, is way more love it. committed to the whole thing that I ever would have imagined. Absolutely Honestly, shout outs to that Yes, shit. dude. <laughs> they went hard. That song is pretty good. It's great. The dancing is great. They, they, the only weird <laughs> thing is i don't think it, i don't know how kosher is to put all the actors uh insta handles asking you to go hit on them i think that's maybe a poor poor decision on rb is Probably who is it applebee's, applebee's. sorry apple how, how dare, dare you Arby's. <laughs> one is fast food and the other is like fast casual i think yeah one's like it. my least favorite fast food place and the other one is my least favorite fast <laughs> casual place it's kind of hilarious. They're both on the same level, uh, uh, in my opinion. It really is a great hot sauce, hot sauce, gloss up. This song, I'm listening to the song right now. <laughs> it's like the whole thing. It's so what, catchy. What this, I would say it's a commercial, but it's not. It's a full on music video that goes <laughs> on and on and on, but not in a Stranger Things way, in a way that is a pure delight. No, I want to go to this Applebee's. I want to go to the sexy club Applebee's where all the girls' yes. lips taste like chicken <laughs> knowing i'm gonna hate the food i'm still gonna go knowing that it's just microwaved crap 
I'm still going to go and eat it because of how hot and steamy that commercial is. But no, of course, uh, big the big news story, because it's such a slow-ass fucking news week, is that Taylor Swift apparently has the biggest carbon footprint because of her private jet use. She charters the jet. Anybody yeah, I lend this? it out to people. It's yeah, not that it's I, true. It's, well, I know you have that. a private jet, you charter it out because it's just wasting money sitting in the warehouse. You Other people use it. Uh, all right, so it's not, her, it's not her, it's her jet. It's everybody else. But meanwhile, though, Holden, in the same time, though, (laughs) the next day after this article came out, there is a video of her using an umbrella to hide herself as she walks off of her private jet. Meanwhile, she's like, I never, I barely even use it. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. I'm not going to sit here and defend the fucking carbon footprint. It's bad. And now she needs to address it. I'm not going to defend it. I'm going to say people are ridiculous and decide to care about things when it's convenient to according to the person they want to hate on is, is up for grabs you know what i mean so let's the memes are funny the video the of the woman in the good. helicopter with the case and everyone's you know this is how she dries her hair and this all this stuff. i think is quite funny i think that is quite funny but outside of that the people who actually are deciding that they care about carbon footprints all of a sudden is ridiculous to me and uh, on top of that um, you know, it's like, what about the other people on that list? Um, no, are they a- always untouchable? Drake, who likes sixteen-year-olds in a sexual way, by the way. You've got Kylie Jenner and her and her is it's her and Travis Scott, right? They have a picture of the two of them standing in between their private jets, and it's like, which one you want to take today, babe? <laughs> We're not going to shit on any of those people. Just her. Oh, I wonder why. Man. I wonder why just her. Taylor you know Swift I mean? is so the this number is what one. Me. That's why holding. This Taylor is Swift what annoys me about it. Though. Now I have to sit around while a bunch of people pretend to care about her response to this instead of just getting the new music I want. 1981, Taylor's version, and Speak Now, Taylor's version. That's all I care about. The new music. I don't care. I want to know what's in the vault. I don't care about what, what... Now I have to waste all this time, and she has to waste all this time going... Oh, I'm going to make all these efforts to reduce my carbon footprint. And everyone goes like, yeah, you should, bitch. You fucking should. 170 flights since January. That's obviously not her. That's, uh, you charter the Ooh, jet. I have one. Taylor Swift looks at her tour bus and goes, I forgot that you existed. <laughs> you know, because she doesn't take the yeah, bus. Yeah, it's obviously ridiculous it's not her taking every flight and it's ridiculous that people are saying that and b um you know you're idiots i, just, I forgot my second everyone point. else on oh, your oh, list holding they're all bad already you know and she's not bad already so that's why it's easier to be mad at her right but what about right. floyd and mayweather number now, two number two is floyd mayweather number three jay-z I haven't heard a single person say Floyd Mayweather or Jay-Z's names. <laughs> I've only heard Drake and Kylie. J- it's so fascinating. It's because they're I the tops. Anybody say Floyd Mayweather. They're the tops. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Oh, and this is the other thing I was going to say. This was my B. I had a second <laughs> point. Your ass would have a private jet, too, if you could. Have you flown In lately? Has anybody flown lately? <laughs> you would have a private jet in a millisecond if you could. That's true. Don't sit here and tell me you want to fucking, you're, you're upset with her about her carbon footprint. And guess what? Now she's going to have to waste everybody's time and go make a statement and do all this bullshit instead of just giving us the music uh, that, that will entertain us. Now we have to all enjoy this pageantry where we sit around and be like, yeah, I super care about my carbon. My carbon footprint is a 10 and a half. That's my carbon <laughs> footprint. 
<laughs> yeah. No one cares. You don't care. It's just fun and it's a slow news week. Whatever. It's everywhere. Whatever of the it's week. It's everywhere, Holden. It's so crazy how many articles there are about Taylor it Swift. Is. So Twitter, Twitter is a flame now. with very Twitter funny jokes went, tonight. I, the jokes are great. The jokes I are love great. the jokes. But the part where anybody really cares get whatever i don't see you at all talking about environmental bullshit and and trying to be like she's like this spokesperson for climate awareness it's like she said like she's mentioned the climate like in two quotes you dug up which is good if she hadn't we would have been mad at her for not mentioning the climate yeah i just you know what i mean it's just absurd that we all have to sit around and pretend like we care and you know what i'll and i'll be the evil guy of the episode Environmental stuff bores the piss out of me. Oh, <laughs> talking piss again. You better boring. watch it on drawers. Bore you Boy. all the way to the in- imminent flood that comes yeah, through your home. Yeah, newsflash. We're all fucked. <laughs> and it's and it's it's literally like gigantic corporations that are doing yes, it. That not you, Taylor yes, Swift. that I agree It's with. fucking right. Delta, and it's fucking, it's in Bill's it's house, Exxon. and it's in Jim's yes, house. Yes, it is it. in Bill's house and Jim's house. You're t- and, 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 you know, Taylor's, it's a hard time. It's an interesting time. Time to be a celebrity because the, all these celebrities are just trying to do what celebrities have always done. If you are a mega pop star like yes. Taylor Swift, you have always had a private jet. And it's it's yes. only now that people are like, oh, well, fuck. Probably we shouldn't have so many private jets. And then everyone directs their ire well, at Taylor Swift. And now they can Swift. track everyone's private jet usage. You know, there's right. that whole Twitter account for Elon Musk, private jet tracking it this way and that. I mean, there, there's just everything's more in your face on the internet in general, uh, yeah. just period, right? But Again, it's the people who pretend to ca- to be good people for one week when it comes to the environment. Those are the people I'm calling out. I don't, you know, anybody else, whatever. The people who actually pretend like they're these good people that care about carbon footprints and all this. You're so full of shit <laughs> and you know it and you know it. Well, and you're right that if we're talking about emissions, right, we know as I forget the statistic, but it's like, you know, whatever the fuck, 0.01 percent. Well, of speaking the of emissions, we got some piss emails later. <laughs> oh, It is the corporation, Holden. You're right about that. But of course, you know, it's not Taylor Swift's individual private jet use. Although, if we are to choose a thing that we should get rid of, it is private jets. (laughs) Yeah, private jets. Very bad. But fine. Then make commercial flights not a fucking nightmare. Dude, anybody. Uh, lately, especially anybody had the choice, they'd, they'd take a private jet. Do yeah. not bullshit me with that. <laughs> you would take a fucking a private jet in a second. Yes. Flying is fucking horrendous lately, yeah. more so than ever. It is a nightmare. They don't tell you if it's delayed. They don't. They treat you like you're, you. They herd you like cattle. There's every every little thing that made flying enjoyable is gone. And, and so, t- you want to sit here and tell me you if you were incredibly rich, you wouldn't take that offer whatever to you my friend <laughs> whatever of the week my friend and i, 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 I please I, I dm me about i would not take a private jet not, oh, he's <laughs> changing oh, oh no please don't change oh, it's transforming <sighs> i'm scared of him I'm, you know, but at least maybe she's going to learn from this. Maybe she's yes, going to exactly. lend out her plane a little bit less and not have to hide under an umbrella and pretend like it's not 
her when she gets off her private jet. She doesn't want to give them what they want. She doesn't want to give them the photo op they want, and she doesn't have to. She so shouldn't she's have used the private umbrella. jet the day after this stuff came oh out. Oh my god, she has plans. She's got to. This is again why I'm so pissed off. Well, maybe she. I don't care. I just want the album. So she had to go to Burbank, uh, which is 15 minutes away, which I can't believe. Right? I, I kind of want to go to the airport and just stand in it and be like, she was here. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. A but like, I just want the music. And now I have to, we all have to waste our time. I can still smell the fumes from her jet. <laughs> <laughs> fumes from those piss emails. We'll get to those later. Man, though, so many. Just, you guys the part where we all, where all of our time has to be wasted with her making some statement. And I hope she does. And I don't think that was very smart to just be like, well, that to have her lawyer come out and be like, she charters it. It's obviously, but but it's true. I mean, obviously, she didn't take all those flights and. I don't know, man. I just, I just think it's, um, it's just so such a waste of time. And I just want the music, and you know, and and P.S. We're fucked, and I, you know, I could get involved, quote unquote. <laughs> but it's, I recycle. I don't litter. Like I do the basic shit, right? But at the end of the day, I'm not gonna like make environmental shit my life because a Boros Noro, b <laughs> we're fucked. So there's no, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna bore myself to death being fucked. Because I'm already going to be <laughs> early fucked well morning. Myself. A Holden McNeely, which you're not letting here. me listen to. Yep. Because now she has to waste a bunch of time putting a statement together. She needs to be in the studio putting those fucking tracks together. We need new stuff. It's not new stuff, Holden. That. It's Maybe the music same can stuff heal the world. Recorded over again. There's vault <laughs> stuff, and then but it doesn't. It's not care. even new. I picked up Red Taylor's version on vinyl. You're not supposed to, Holden. You're you I got Taylor's money. version. Okay, I thought you. We're giving money to Scooter Braun. No, not evil Scooter Braun. He's evil. You're thinking about giving way, money yeah, to Scooter look Braun. Look at his jet usage. It's that not as guy. high. Even Floyd Mayweather <laughs> has taken more flights, but still his carbon footprint is smaller because of the length of the flights. Yeah, but I want to see both those guys Epstein footprints. That's what I want to see. Whoa. Fuck the carbon footprint. Victoria's secret. names. Give me the ages that are on those private jets, okay? Because that that's that's what I'm concerned about. You know what I mean? Well, Child Taylor Swift traffic. is 32. <laughs> She's 32 <laughs> years old. Trying to distract us from talking about climate change. Bring up <laughs> Child traffic. Yeah, good, good I mean, good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I, I look, I'm just being this thing. It's called honest, all right? But I'm not going to go on and be like, I care about carbon footprint. Like, when do you hear any of us talk about carbon fucking footprints or any of those people on Twitter? But keep the memes coming. They're very funny. They're very good. Well, then how did you feel about Goop's take on nepotism in Hollywood? (laughs) This was another one where I was kind of like... I, I was like, I don't all the way have the take of like, yes, she's she's she worded this wrong, but the headline is misleading. I will just say that. She definitely acknowledges that it's easier at first. She's trying to say, though, that you just get undermined because of where you came from. So you have to push a little hard, like work a little harder. Once you get in the door, that's the easy part, getting in the door. But I do, I do think the headline is misleading because she absolutely acknowledges that getting in the door is easy, but once you're in there, you do have to prove yourself sometimes a little bit more than other people, right? Yes, like, I don't because- know if that's necessarily true in a lot of cases. I think you're actually given um, a lot of uh, a, a lot more. It kind of depends on what you're doing, like stand-up comedy. 
that is true. You get it'll get you in the door, but then well, you gotta you be good at it. Gotta prove yourself, and there's nothing standing in between that and you, but proving yourself. There's no amount of being Judd Apatow's kid or whatever it is. The other funny thing, I was like, everyone was shocked when they eventually, finally, at some point later, found out that Maude Apatow was uh, Judd Apatow's kid. I was like, I think I saw the name and immediately <laughs> knew it was Judd Apatow's kid. And also, Maude Apatow has been acting with yeah. in Judd Apatow movies for years. It's not, that's not a revelation. This all came from a conversation between Gwyneth Paltrow and Haley Bieber. They did this interview with each other, I guess. Haley Bieber has this YouTube show called Who's in My Bathroom? And inside of her huge, beautiful bathroom, they have an interview show, which I just, I get thrown back to how small my bathrooms were. If you're going to pick one room in your house to remind people how rich you are, it is a bathroom big enough to interview someone else. Yes. So funny. Dude, I would love to go there just taking a big dirty shit doing an interview. It'd I mean, be so funny. it is a very it's all white, so I guess they could just bleach it out if you shit all over this bathroom. I can't imagine have a bathroom <laughs> that clean. That's all I watched I know, the interview. That you want to hang out like, in there? Wow. No, we all well, learned about aerosolated fecal matter after the pandemic. Why are you hanging out? It gets out in all your over bathroom? your toothbrush. You can apparently our our listeners don't keep a very clean bathroom. We've got some piss emails we're gonna be talking <laughs> like about the, here later really in the show. Ramping up in <laughs> Just making sure, in case you were worried, you weren't going to hear the word piss enough in this episode as well as last week's episode. Yeah. Yes, we are going to read. Some okay. Of them. This was my other take about what Gwyneth Paltrow said. Okay. I think a lot of times people are quick to point to the advantages you just naturally get from being someone's kid because they can just be like, call up the agent or whoever and get them in the door, right? And But it's like, kind of a nature versus nurture thing to me but in a different way it's like yes you just basically get certain things but also being around parents who are very successful actors or writers or whoever it is is that also just going to give you a master class in the thing if you want to pursue it of course great example joe hill Joe Hill, Stephen King's son, he changed his name to be Joe Hill so he could kind of make it on his own, very admirable, and he was able to do it. But at the same time, if you learn about his story, his dad, he got to write all day long and bring it to his father, and his father, the one of the masters of horror writing, gave him immediate feedback on his work. He had 24-7 access to, it still does, have 24-7 access to his dad as a master class. Well, this is why I'm going up against this. what you're saying is because like, yes, it does help get your foot in the door, but it also helps. There's so many ways in which having connections helps right. that besides just having money, it is the leg up that you continually yeah, get because of who you are. Like, you're right. They have to work hard, but that you cannot say that it is as hard to be a child of a celebrity as it is for uh, everyone yeah. else and to I'm get into the business. Argue that. I'm not saying that it's not difficult, that their lives aren't difficult, that right. they're in the public eye and that like that brings difficult like difficulties for many other reasons. Right. But if you're trying to be famous, it is a positive yes. to have it. I mean, even look at Chet Hanks. So many people are against Chet Hanks and his appropriate, his cultural appropriation, and how he is, and yet still, 
People buy what he sells. People watch his music videos because he is Tom Hanks' son. I feel like what Gwyneth Paltrow is missing, and it's just not that hard of a line to walk to me if you're talking about nepotism, is like, yes, I had, just to acknowledge, I had incredible access, help, uh, you know, whatever. I got in when I wouldn't have otherwise. But it doesn't mean you're not talented. Like, there's plenty of celebrities, kids who are incredibly talented. Yes. It's just that there's also lots of normal people who are incredibly talented. And we wouldn't, and we've never found yes, them, you know. And they have a harder road right. for sure and have, have to, yeah. Like, there's sure. a million celebrity kids who are extremely talented. And nepotism doesn't mean like, at least my understanding of the way that we use it, it doesn't it doesn't inherently mean like a bullshit hire, you know. It's no, like, it's just totally. the, if, the the definite the actual definition is the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or right. friends, especially by giving them jobs. And I'm so not defending right. It, right. It's like right. not to, you don't defend it. You can acknowledge that as a structure, it keeps the it keeps the money where it is, and it keeps the kind of like. It, it it just kind of concentrates the wealth and the power and all mm-hmm. those things. And that's the main problem with nepotism. But it doesn't mean that just because you're Maude Apatow, you like don't deserve to ever have an acting right. role. Or yeah, or, or, or right. Yeah. Or just, or that like, it's a combination of the, yeah, connections, but also the fact that Maude Apatow was on professional movie sets working with like the best comedic actors right. uh, on the planet when she was fucking six. Right. It had a also a huge was a huge part of it and being a rat like you know what I mean or if you're Stephen King's son and you're writing a your first uh, you know fiction novel and you literally have access to him giving you feedback at all times you know what I mean right. it's like I think a lot of times people want to say it's just the connection right. And don't realize that it's also the education, the just natural education. Like if you, your parents are famous actors, they can tell you exactly who to go to for headshots. They can go tell you exactly where you need to study. Right. They can give you the books you need. They can give you, they can watch your work and give you immediate feedback. I mean, the whole thing. And I just, I think it's funny, but, but I also think Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, I think she is a good actor and I also think she's a terrible at interviews and she <laughs> is a horrible at framing like at knowing what people want from her she misspoke and the headline is misleading and so it's like a co- it's like a combo one two punch combination of like classic goop gaffers over here you yes know? but I we mean, love to all- Gwyneth Paltrow also is the same person that claimed uh, that she made yoga a thing. So you also got to remember who we are talking about she here. Thinks it all comes down to her. Yet nah, her mom no, being like theater had nothing to do with her success. No, 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 no. No, I think she's an idiot, but it got me thinking about people's perception of nepotism. I just wanted to bring that one point mm-hmm. up. You know what I mean? Is I just do think that people just go, like, yeah, they just open the door for them. It's like, you gotta, if you suck at acting, it, there's no way to like hide that on the screen, you know? And I'll at least say for Chet's sake, he like figured out the best way to be an idiot, like foil to Tom Hanks. Yeah. Right. He is. The other son is Tom Hanks Jr. Right. Yeah. The other son's Tom Hanks Jr. So what else do you do? You go be the opposite of Tom Hanks. You become like, you watch the channel five Chet Hanks interview. No. no, man, you, you're. Are you familiar with Channel Five? Uh, like Andrew Callahan, uh, Callaghan, Callaghan. I don't remember how to say his last name. Ah, no, there's this interview with Chet Hanks that I definitely watched all of. That I'm just like, man, I'm just <sighs> so. Yeah, I don't think he's- <laughs> 
I don't think he's brilliant. No. But like he accidentally. <laughs> no, he's not. He accidentally came up with like, I think he did kind of fall into it accidentally just by being a shithead. But like, it is kind of. Essentially, it's what he says. A- he's like, when your dad is b- America's sweetheart. What do you want to be? You want to yeah. like? You, you I just, feel you bad for Push Chet against Hanks. it. Like I, I <laughs> yeah, he was put into like you know. I'm not saying that like I agree with how he acts or what he does in his life. Choices. And don't worry, we know about all the weird domestic stu- abuse right. stuff. Like, no, we, by yeah. any means. But like, but it is. But like, he's like, I was put into you know military schools i was sent away i was because i was a bad apple and yeah we no, all I know feel that that's terrible not for celebrity children for the most especially like really like people like you know like the west kids and like and like kids who who can't ever have a normal childhood and for chet hanks it's not quite like that but yeah like no how, no, no, what, no, 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 no. how can you have a sense of identity it would be very hard to develop a sense of identity when your dad is Tom fucking Hanks. It would be, and and, and he's like, his thing's like, oh, I'm a poor little rich boy. I have always, and then, you know, there was that interview where he was like, people think my parents give me money. They don't give me money, man. I'm not just like, they're not just like an open bank. It's so like, it's like, I don't okay, feel I bad get, for him. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't feel, feel bad, bad for him. Right? Like, for that reason at all. I do feel bad for the kind of like existential dilemma of being Tom Hanks' son and being kind of a fuck up. Like you would kind of just always feel like shit about yourself, you know? And I think that that's what's manifesting in Chet Hanks is just like incredibly low self-esteem and everyone calling him a rich fuckhead for his entire life and him being like, I don't even have access to that money yet, bruh. (laughs) 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 Bruh. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a whole thing. All right, what's the next And I definitely don't feel bad for um, Addison Rae now being ripped apart for her blasphemous Christianity themed bikini. Bless that is textually incorrect. (laughs) It is a bikini. Addison (laughs) Rae... The 21-year-old TikTok sensation, she posted a picture of her in a very small white bikini and on the top, over one breast, it says father. On over one breast, it says son. And over her pussy, it says, and the Holy Spirit. And I just think that's very funny. It is very funny. <laughs> it's like the 2022 version of the Beatles saying that they're they're more popular than it Jesus. Is. Yes. But like, it's just strange because literally anybody who has any working memory of how you do the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit thing, it's not where they, like, she has right. father and son on her titties, but if you cross yourself, the father is like up by your neck and the son is like down by your diaphragm and then the Holy Spirit is one of your boobs and then the other the Holy and the Spirit the, the holy and by the way the spirit, we know yeah. that this has since been revised where it says Holy Spirit it should say House of Gucci yes, <laughs> the father the son in the house of Gucci and on the back it should say does an elephant the jungle BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the US economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. 
cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I just hope that, you know, anytime I ever cross myself, which, you know, I do all the time, all I'm the time. always going to think about House of Gucci. So thank you, House of Gucci, for um, adding a layer I really needed in my life. And thank you, Addison Ray, for making it horny. It seems like Addison Ray, it's a, uh, I would say it's a weird move, but she's at the exact stage in her career where she needs to go Miley Cyrus, right? Yeah. Where she needs to, like, Smoke go from Hannah Montana to... Bad girl. That era where she was dancing with Robin Thicke at the VMAs. You remember that, Miley Cyrus? That Miley Cyrus. Woo! Yep. And and that's where Addison's at, you know. And it's kind of clear from this picture. We were talking about how it looks like I'm about to suck your dick face. Is kind of that that mo- that face that uh, is enticing. I feel like. Um, uh, to the to the general sort of horny public, uh, you know, and so it's the whole thing. So the, her and her team, they fucking know what they're doing. They, they know do. about this blowback. This is exactly what they want. And um, what's her fucking carbon footprint? Huh? I wonder what her fucking carbon fucking <laughs> fuck face footprint I don't know is. if she has carbon footprint money just yet. Give her another life. I'm mean, sure she's got the money for it, but maybe is not hasn't racked up the carbon footprint that uh, Taylor Swift has racked up. Right, just right. Yet. Well, we'll see. We'll check. We'll stud. We'll check it. Right. All those people on Twitter, they'll find out. Right. Well, I'm not going to get is. mad at her if she, her carbon footprint is even higher than Taylor Swift's because my anger is just about Taylor Swift and not about her carbon footprint. Oh. I'm just. Kidding. I'm just saying God. what Holden believes. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thanks. The people who are upset about Taylor Swift's helicopter really have it in for Taylor Swift, not for the helicopter. I keep calling it a helicopter instead of a private. More hot take yeah, Holden know. coming up. Uh, well, let's talk about how I think, of course, Netflix would sue the Bridgerton musical people. What if someone put up a page seven musical and versions of me and Jackie and MJ were all on stage I singing would support songs it. I would on the show? Go. We would Get love it. that. Yeah, we'd love it. No, if, if they were making ass loads of money hand over foot from it, I would be like, hey, um... Let's talk about this. Um, this is our shit. You putting on the stage here. You got to give us some money or get some approval. But it is not a person that is suing the co-creators of the unofficial Bridgerton musical. It is Netflix itself. So I do feel that it would be one thing if Page Seven was a very uh, was a corporate entity going after said person who wrote a Page Seven musical. But I feel like. This, it's like, just let the, I, they're, the real reason, so reading about what Netflix is so really pissed off about, is that they are selling tickets for people to come and watch the shows of the unofficial Bridgerton musical. So I do kind of get it. But the Bridgerton author has come out to say, Abigail Barlow and Emily Bear are wildly talented, and I was flattered and delighted when they began composing Bridgerton songs and sharing with other fans on TikTok. There is a difference, however, between composing on TikTok and recording and performing for commercial gain. I would hope that Barlow and Bear, who share my position as independent creative professionals, understand the need to protect other professionals' intellectual property, including the characters and stories I created on the Bridgerton novels over 20 years ago. <laughs> Case closed. Carbon footprint. Throw it out. T-Swift, fly wherever you want, guys. 
goddamn. This is an interesting question for 2022. I think because the whole like the whole premise of TikTok is using other people's audio, right? Using other yeah. music, like like there's such a cool blurring of like what is cre- what is intellectual property on TikTok because it's like. It's like this post intellectual property era where it's like, well, what if we're just, what if we're all making videos to the same exact sound? What if we're, all, and, and, and so it makes total sense on TikTok to be like, this branded, you know, thing is something that I'm going to riff on. That's like what happens in that space. It's also really hard to make money on TikTok. Right, and right. so, you know, the, I, I always thought it was like wild of Netflix to allow like, an album to get to the point where it's winning a Grammy and like have no, and I, I thought I was like, wow, that's like a really cool ass move to a certain degree. But you know, if the author's out there being like, Hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and, and I think at this point they seem like they're successful enough that they should be making enough money to be able to make some deal with Netflix or something. I don't know. Right. I just, right. It seems like there should be a solution that does involve recognizing that this like is an intellectual property that like belongs to the Bridgerton creators, but that also everybody wants this and loves it too. And it's like a fan fiction. It's like, it's like, where does fan fiction like, it's like, if you have the initial thing and then somebody creates like a fan fiction of it and it goes viral in this space that's kind of built on fan fiction, then where 50 shades of gray. Yeah. Right. 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 But that was not using the actual intellectual property from the original. Like there is no mention of twilight in it, even though it is a fan fiction based off of twilight, which Uh, is how they get around it. uh, Yeah. And Bridgerton does the opposite Bridgerton musical. They use actual lines of dialogue. Right. Pulling from the script. And I think it's amazing what they've done. But yeah, dude, you can't just like <laughs> put a musical on Broadway with thousands of dollars. Is it Broadway or is it off broad? I, but either way, with thousands and thousands of dollars by making that this thing is going to make so much fucking money if it actually sees the light of day. Like, yeah, dude, you got to, you know, it's it's a rights thing. I mean, if you if this was OK, then so many other things would be OK. That would be like really hurtful. Right. I think to, that's right. You know? Yeah. But I mean, you know, we talked about this on Wish the Bruiser with Twitch and the history of um, essentially like Microsoft allowed these guys to use the game Halo to create scenes. It's called Red, Red V blue right i believe right red v blue and this eventually became rooster teeth but like they they were allowed to create these scenes using the game halo and microsoft microsoft not shutting it down essentially was what led to twitch being a thing so i mean this legislature is kind of like where people can just play video games all day long that was created by other people and not have to pay any rights for it or anything like that but on YouTube, you know what I mean? You go over to YouTube and you can't post a, a fraction of a song without it being copywritten, pulled down, right? Uh-huh. So it all kind of depends on the intellectual properties, how they go after these sorts of things. But in this case, they totally, I think, have a right to to pursue you know, legal action on this. It's like, you can't, it's just too much money is involved. Especially the fact that they've already won a Grammy off of it. It really has gotten really big, which good for them, but it does seem like they thought that if they just talked with Netflix about it, that everything would be (laughs) cool. Like they thought that they had authorization to just keep going. And also, aren't we told it's better to apologize than to ask permission? Totally. I mean, I say good for them. They're just like, I'm just going to keep, Push it. Yeah. 
and see when Netflix pushes back because, like, you may as well see how far you can get it. I just and now they're being talked about even more. Right. Like after getting the Grammy. So I do also wonder, is this part of the machine? Like, do they just have really good representation that it's like, well, if we just keep going, eventually, even if they sue us, we're going to get more attention. Right. And then you guys can work on a new project and be like, they had to make this new project. So we're pushing them in this direction. And then they're just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. So it could also just be a beautiful marketing move. Yep. And what's your carbon footprint, Netflix? <laughs> Whoa. I'd like to know. I'd like to. I'd be curious to know it. And it's tough. You know, obviously Netflix has made a lot of like pretty abominable business like decisions as a corporation lately. So yep. it's like I'm. we're loath to be in the position of defending Netflix. But I think it's more. I think this the reason why this is such an interesting question is more like in an, in an age where intellectual property has never been more blurry, like where where does the line actually get drawn? It's actually like super fascinating. And maybe the line gets drawn at turning Fancy Feast, the cat food into a restaurant. And I just, I don't know, I immediately thought of Holden. Uh, I immediately thought of Holden because Holden played his stray day, even though he hates cats. Do you yeah. love cats now? Holden, number one. You know, I've learned a lot. I think at the end of the day, you know, it comes down to conditional love. You know what I mean? Mm. And dogs, they will love you unconditionally. But cats, you have to earn it. And, you know, I always talked about my love for video games, challenging ones like Dark Souls, where they aren't going to handhold you. You have to earn the victory. And it feels so much better that way. And it all clicked. You have to earn that love from a cat. You just get it for free from a dog. But you have to earn that love from a cat. And when you get that love, it's so much better. But Papa don't want to work. Papa wants to sit back and just receive that sweet, sweet, good, good dog love. That said, major respect for you cat lovers out there. And I'm sure Winnie's going to be one. And then I'll have to get one and I'll deal with it then. I oh, yeah. want to know how we became a show that just, it's like, I had to, when I was doing my strict stream <laughs> the other day, they were like, tell us about page seven. And I was like, you know, we do like pop culture news and celebrity gossip, but also like the biggest vibe is that we're just kind of like a millennial sleepover. But I need to add that also we 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 have to talk about at the most disgusting food items. Got food, you. food that gets turned into shoes. It's a part of pop things culture. Things that aren't food. Things that aren't food that get turned yeah. into food, like cat food. Funky food <laughs> like, stuff, which I think we haven't even talked about all the food stuff. No, there's no, another have story it. today. Right? No, we haven't. We what we talk about the, lips, we, the lip, the chicken the lip, lip gloss. gloss. Yeah, the 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 saucy gloss, which you can turn <laughs> your lips. You can eat. You could wear get me hot buffalo flavor. You can wear sweet chili kiss. You can wear be my honey pepper. You can wear honey BBQT. Okay, it's and that's right. And then the <laughs> other food one is this um, cat uh, fancy food, yes fancy fancy feast restaurant cat food into thing. real food. I have been feeding yeah. my. Sweet, sweet man face, fancy feast lately, because even though he's extremely diabetic, we thought that he was so close to death he and he wasn't eating. The vet was like, you know what? You just want him to eat, like eat as much as he can. And the diabetic food doesn't taste very good. So like go get some fancy feast and see if that will help him eat. And we credit fancy feast with prolonging this wow. boy's life. Thank he you, fancy loves feast. It. So thank you, fancy feast. But I've never looked at a can of fancy feast and thought I wish this chicken liver and gravy was a real meal that I could eat. But apparently some yeah, but people the thing. Over there at Gato Bianco, that's the restaurant uh, serving this stuff up. They got a Michelin star winning chef. 
creating these. I'm sure it's going to be good it's because, because of the that. titles of Fancy Feast food are like roasted salmon, you know, so it's not yeah. that you, it, it doesn't have to be cat food, but it's just one of these things. You're you're misunderstanding the premise. Same with the saucy glass. When you eat chicken wings, you don't want the burning buffalo feeling on your lips. In my experience, I love a chicken wing and I don't like my lips burning with buffalo sauce afterwards, but apparently they think that's what the people want. When you open up a can of cat food to give your dying cat a salmon feast, you don't think, oh, I want to, I want a salmon feast that looks just like this. You know, these marketers don't understand what the people want. I just I love the line of uh, about the saucy gloss. I think people are going to think it's either genius or super weird. Yeah, why would every, why is genius yeah. the word that comes yeah, to mind? Yeah, genius. I don't know. If <laughs> like, that's have the you word. ever looked at a drumstick an and wished you product. could just rub it on your face and then have that be your beauty yeah. routine? I mean, the way they were selling it in the advertisement, I kind of liked, like the idea of um, you know kissing Lexi with that. On her lips, actually, it was enticing for me. Really? For sure. Do you want to kiss Lexi after she's just mowed down a bunch of chicken wings and she still has it all over her face, though? You know, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe I, I mean, don't know what the of. people want. Maybe the people do yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. Well, like a nice honey. There's like a honey mustardy f- flavor. I think that would be yummy. The honey barbecue cute, barbecue Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I ate everything. But anyways, there you go. Is there a chicken smell to it, do you think, or it's just the sauce? Well, if it has that, then it's no good. But I am also someone who fully, I will admit, um, we had uh, fried chicken ice cream. We had fried chicken. uh, I think there was actual chicken in it. It was from Salt and Straw, which did the pressed milk ice cream and all that weird ice cream stuff. They also just make like amazing ice cream, like the their caramel swirl ice cream or whatever it is, is is like my favorite shit I've ever had. Um, but yeah, I definitely hate this fried chicken ice cream. <laughs> I mean, they also got, good. they've got the one with the bugs in it too. I've eaten the one with the bugs uh-huh. in it and, and it's had delicious. The one. I ate the blood, the, uh, bull blood one as well, Ooh, which was yeah. delicious and very irony. Ooh. And I'm surprised that no one is bursting <laughs> to talk about David Crumholtz returning as Bernard the Elf in the Santa Claus oh, series. Right, oh, what, what you guys this? don't care about David Crumholtz? Crumholtz returning as Bernard the Elf in the Santa Claus Disney Plus series? It's just yeah, no, I it can't bring myself to talk about. David Crumholtz is so hot, and he's gonna be, he's coming back. Wait, he's the original Bernard. Bernard the Elf. Yeah, man. Th- was he the kid who played Bernard? You think he's hot? Yeah, yeah. I was very into Bernard the Elf and the Santa Claus. Really? Oh, yeah. Very much into David Crumholtz. And now he's finally being allowed back. What? I don't know why he wasn't in the first place. He's very easy. The part of the foundation of the Santa Claus series. You think that David Crumholtz as Bernard the Elf is hot? We're talking about the same person? Talking about my childhood. <laughs> yes, I am talking about the burning sensation in my loins. And it is not because I need to go to a doctor. It is because I didn't understand what to do with my horniness while watching the Santa Claus. And it was all wrapped up in a lot. And Bernard the Elf is where it laid upon. St- and are you going to judge me for that, MJ? I'm not judging your childhood crushes. I had a childhood crush on Jack from Hook. So I'm not, nobody's going to stand by that. Mm. But I'm just, as an adult, I am not wanting that guy to now be recast as Jack in the remake of Hook so I can thirst after him because I don't think he's still hot because I had a different view of the world as a eight-year-old than I do Although, now. 
I just rewatched Can't Hardly Wait over the weekend, and he is in Can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> Remember, I don't know if you've seen Can't Hardly Wait in a while, but he plays the nerd that then mm-hmm. becomes kind of popular by the end, and it's he's great in it. Really? So I do understand your a love for Charlie Corsmo. Okay, all right. Well, so maybe uh, maybe we're pro bringing back the child stars as grown-ups and thirsting after them now it was appropriate then we were children it's appropriate now they're adults i think it's fine all thank right thank you thank you i withdraw my complaint there you go also i feel like the beehive will claw our eyeballs out if we don't mention the fact that um wife of the person with the third highest carbon footprint uh somebody <laughs> out there beyonce released renaissance big deal big deal it's very great good. album it's the, the first part, yeah, it's this dance hall kind of vibe. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, and real quick, just had to uh, switch out that word. How weird is it that both- What you're saying is that Beyonce changed out the lyric to, because Beyonce had used an ableist term in one of the songs, and it's the same ableist term that Lizzo had used in a song a couple of months ago, and Lizzo immediately came out and apologized, said, I will learn from this, I will grow, changed the, the lyric of the song, Beyonce did the same thing two months later. And it is interesting because a lot of the articles are like, how did her team not know that this is an ableist term that she should not have used? The same word. I mean, it's just crazy that it's the same word, (laughs) which is a word I haven't thought about or heard in like so long, which is part of why I will at least just say last hot take. Hold on. I just... I had no idea, and and you know that story did kind of come and go. It is surprising, like she has a lot of people. Surprising that no one, but to get like up in arms, pissed at her, even though she's switching the word out after being informed about it, just because she didn't already know this thing is just like the most Twitter fucking thing ever to me. Right? It's like I get it, but she's making the change. It it's the case. No one on the team knew. If someone on the team knew that it was a thing. I'm sure she would not have included it. It's She's kind not of funny in, that like, they an didn't evil know. person. Because it's like, it yeah, it's Lizzo. Know. It's not like this happened at like a high school talent show, you know? Like, you'd think the word right. would have spread. But, of, yeah, of course. Is If you fix it, there's no reason to still be mad if you apologize yeah, people are like, it, you know? People are just like, you need to have known this. And it's like, Yeah, that's no. not a useful... They don't need to know right. it. They know it now. People miss it's things ridiculous. all the time. Yeah, I used to be that way. I used to be like, if you... If you did this, you know, th- if you said this thing on Twitter and you didn't know about this thing that had happened before, and now I'm like, no, people have a million things going on. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's somebody on Beyonce's team should have been like, oh, this happened. It's right. exact same thing It's happened. kind of wild that no one caught it, but at the yeah. same time, they clearly just did it. And that they fixed it as good. And I will just say, like, when it comes to like, let's say when it comes to like tr- trans stuff, lately that's a huge part of the conversation. It is kind of your job to an- educate yourself on that stuff, Right. This was something that I had no fucking idea about. This word ableism is still, I think, something a lot of people are catching up on and, and yeah, making mistakes. Is, and yeah, because isn't it like a more in a, a European uh, ableist slur, anyways? Like a little bit, or it's considered that more overseas or something? Because that's kind of what I read about it. And it was like, yeah, yeah, that word has never been associated with like. Mm ableism in my head until someone told me oh it's actually like derived from a medical term i had no fucking idea right right? 
it is surprising that, that with all the people that work for her, but at the same time, I just think it's weirder that they both included that word. I know, it is weird. Right? Yes. Why? Is it such a word? I haven't I just said haven't that word. Yeah, about. I haven't said that word, I don't think, in 25 years. I just, yeah, like, or like, it's not a part of my vernacular. So, yeah. It's interesting, too, because I remember, like, when, um, you know, Drunken Love came out, a lot of people were like, can you take out this, like, eat the cake anime part? Because that's, like, kind of upsetting for domestic abuse survivors. And, like, you know, it was just a, I don't know if it was a different time or if Beyonce was just like, no, but like that was just kind of a like, hey, this this specific lyric like has a specific type of like hurt for a specific group of people and that that stayed and that this was acknowledged. It's like, I guess it's just a different. I think we are now in a timeline where it's like more expected that you're like, you know, do something about yeah. things that cause specific harm like that. And I think overall, that's a very good thing, you know? Yes. It's like it's, it's kind of easier, too, to, like, make that change. Yeah, right. And keep right. and, and solidify it. Jay-Z come in and redo the whole thing and take out the On his private jet. <laughs> <laughs> Only 136 flights, though, Holden. Right. Only, Only 136, 136 not 170. <laughs> so, all right, let's get to these piss emails. Yeah, we've oh. so many piss emails. You've been taunting us. Oh, yeah, piss tales. Woo! Yeah. Uh yep, that's the theme song for this thing I'll never do again. Uh the, so there you go, you heard it the once. Yep. We're not today doing we a celebrity conspiracy emails. today. Instead of no doing a celebrity, celebrity conspiracy, conspiracy, we're doing I do tales. have a very good celebrity conspiracy that's actually pretty real. We'll do it next week. Um but we have a lot of piss emails to wade through. We are up to our waist in piss <laughs> emails. Uh, put on your Crocs winter boots with the holes on with them. The You're going to get them. piss on your socks. <laughs> so You're here get we wet go. Immediately. And, oh baby. We're going to move through these um, and try not to linger too long on the stench of it because I think you'll start getting... Maybe don't... Maybe finish lunch and then return to the podcast is all I'm saying. All right. Anonymous wrote in about a time on a party bus to the Jersey Shore where they tried to use cocktail glasses and bar napkins with a boyfriend shield to block the action on the bus. Ended up making a huge mess, cleaning it up, then throwing the evidence away in a trash can on the boardwalk. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Like you're peeing into like a martini glass? Yeah, it was I think like just they were like thought they could piss in a bunch of cocktail glasses uh-huh. or whatever. You know, those yeah. little short oh, like and then yeah. realized like, oh, it's just going to splash right out because because, you know, if you have to piss that bad, too, it's going to oh, be a yeah. force it comes out to be droves. reckoned with. They nervous drank a bunch of beers before they got on the bus. They didn't know a lot of the people on the party bus. Rachel says, by the way, party buses need to have a bathroom option, I feel it's like. It's very difficult. You really, man, you really got to piss a lot when you're on the party <laughs> yeah. bus. Did your party bus have a bathroom, the most recent My one? party bus did have. Yours did. Yeah, it did But have I don't think Ed's did for his bachelor party. Rachel writes in and says, I'm an Only unapologetic. Only your has multiple party bus Multiple party bus. <laughs> like, oh, mine did, but Eddie's did. Talk about a carbon footprint. We got these party buses out here all over the place. Jackie used her party bus a thousand times last a year. A thousand times, and times I was pissing day. out the windows even though I had a bathroom. I mean, uh, yeah. Holden, you did take an entire party bus home from the bar after Eddie's that bachelor did. party. That's I took pretty a carbon full party bus. That's a, that's a lot of emissions. By yourself. My favorite picture of Holden ever. <laughs> Alone on the party bus the name of my first solo album all right rachel says i'm an unapologetic mj reply guy on twitter i'm a newish mom big fan of bluey and 
I've never felt more connected to them than when they said, wait, doesn't everyone with a penis pee in bottles or do I just attract them? I'm married to one of those people. (laughs) Yeah. I've countless stories of finding my water bottles or coffee mugs always mine mysteriously in the sink in the early morning despite having put them away clean the night before. But one of them is truly special. She then goes on to talk about how while she was preggers, they made an agreement that they wouldn't keep white wine in the house because that was like her drink and it would just feel wrong and she came down one day what stairs one day he was playing call of duty and there was a glass of white wine next to him and she was like how dare you bring white wine in this house and he was like babe it's piss <laughs> which is disgusting <laughs> Were you more upset about the fact that it was piss, or were you? Would you have been no, more upset the if it was part wine. She was like, and then I calmed down and I went back to my room. Like that was the solution. Like that was the solution. Jay wrote in about how when they were eleven years old, they and a friend ran away from home into the woods and pooped in jars, which are still there to this day. Apparently, yeah. Makes you die. Hell yeah. Katie wrote in about an ex-husband that got blackout drunk, got up in the middle of the night and pissed all over her while she was sleeping. Lots of these stories coming in of blackout drunk <laughs> pissing in hampers and closets and these sorts of things just disgusting I degenerate oh activity Lord. oh this is great Nick in Chicago speculates that the most common form of bottle pissers are those with major social anxiety that do it to avoid a shitty roommate yeah. or horrible yes. parents yes. and then yeah. Timothy Chalamet was just incredibly focused on his acting work in that trailer to go out and use a bathroom somewhere so who knows I, it's a good theory Emma wrote in about her co-worker's stepdaughter who at the age of 17 had turtles that she got rid of and then proceeded to completely fill the empty tank with her piss oh, over several weeks. What? Oh my God. Could, it was too heavy to lift. What? It was too, yes, it was too heavy to lift oh, no. out so they had to like pump the piss out of the tank. Oh my God. Yeah, just horrible. Oh my God. Wait, how long did they wow. go for? Like weeks. Oh and weeks. Wow. She was pissing God. in this turtle tank. Oh. 17 years old, by the way. Wow, not, not even child. like, oh, I th- in my head, they were like seven. Yeah, and everybody's head, right? But no, wow. this is a, almost, almost a, considered an adult wow. that could get married. 17 wow. years old. Uh, Ryan writes in to give us some <laughs> tips on proper bottle pissing as someone whose job is wildlife removal, which has them in a van all day. This is a completely different lane. Yes, right? totally. I would totally get yes, this That lane. makes Truck drivers sense. also. Yes. Yeah. Ryan says, let me tell you, a wide mouth Gatorade bottle is honestly a pleasure to pee in. You don't jam your whole wiener in it. That'll build up too much pressure and you'll end up backdrafting hot piss all over yourself. More, the advantage of the wide mouth is just for security and support. While I'd much rather just relieve myself in a bathroom or a bush that's not always an option while you're chasing down raccoons yeah, in dude. the middle of a nice of suburban neighborhood. Of course. of course, our hearts go out to you. Ryan, you're doing the Lord's work. Yes, yes. thank, thank you, you for you catching for the raccoons. <laughs> Another Emma writes in about two different men she she married who were bottle uh, pissing fiends. Whoa, two different bottle pissers? Two different wow. men she married uh, different times. Uh, one had a kidney stone, kept a bottle in the car in case he had an accident, but another was a drummer that didn't want to leave the drum set during recording sessions Ooh. but also wouldn't clean them up at the end oh, of the day so just no. bottles of piss across america bp supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing jobs like building grid scale solar energy in ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in texas it's and not or 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Jess wrote in with the line, a uh, subject line, my husband treated our hotel room like a toilet. <laughs> and that was about subject a hammered husband. Is my favorite subject line. Getting confused where the toilet was late at night. Something, again, I've never done. I've never pissed in a bottle and I've never gotten confused as to this this is the biggest toilet i've ever seen just pissing (laughs) everywhere and uh here's the last one i'm gonna read this email because it's a great story and by the way if i didn't get to your specifically just know i read it i read all about how your husband or whoever a lot of husbands getting too drunk and (laughs) pissing on something inappropriate thank you and i really appreciated all of them they did not make me want to throw up at nine in the morning Hey, Page 7 gang, love you all. Uh, So obviously I was excited to hear everyone's puke stories, but when you asked for piss stories, I knew this was my time to shine. Yes. I have enuresis and have my whole life. Basically, it means if I have to go, it's already too late. So I have pissed basically everywhere. I have so many stories. I don't know if I should tell you the time I peed in the middle of a Publix during a presentation my senior year of high school or all over my college campus on my first date with my now husband. Instead, I have to tell you my absolutely favorite piss story when I was nine years old on the motherfucking Disney cruise. When I was that young, the doctors were concerned that I was pissing myself in my sleep, sleeping through it and getting UTIs and kidney infections. So the solution was to hook up a giant box with wires to my underwear so when I'd piss and the wires would get wet, the giant box would sound this crazy alarm. What? Wow. First night of the Disney Cruise with my new anti-piss box, I stayed in the <laughs> same cabin as my aunt and uncle and my cousins. My parents had apparently never told my aunt and uncle I had this giant alarm hooked up to my underwear. This was clearly a grave mistake as the first activity on the cruise was to review the safety procedures should the ship sink, which would begin with an alarm sounding throughout the ship. So first night, I piss myself like the piss bucket I am, and the alarm goes off. Like the piss bucket I am. I'm a heavy sleeper, and I had gotten used to the sound at that point, so I didn't move an inch. My uncle heard it, though, and thought the ship was fucking (laughs) sinking. So while my aunt goes, got life jackets for us kids, my uncle went up and down the halls, making sure everyone was up and getting their life jackets on until he noticed the alarm wasn't in the halls. When he finally realized the sound was coming from me and woke me up, everyone in our vicinity on the ship was awake and panicking. Ultimately, nothing bad happened with, uh, every, and everyone was really nice about it, but I still like to think my piss sinks ships. Wow, Love you all. You're and wow. watch Big Brother. Thank you so much for that. Oh, wow. thank you. Wow. So That's funny. A, how did your parents not tell the other adults? The alarm is coming from inside of your pants. <laughs> I love it. This it's, child that's has such an a alarm good. attached to them for something that happens to them every night. So just be prepared. And all those terrible. Yeah. Thank you, Alex, wow, by the way. That's oh fantastic. And also that sounds like a like you know, at times was probably a difficult thing. And so I really stand in admiration so, yes. of the humor with which you have presented. Yes, this. and thank you for sharing it, even though I imagine, yes, this is probably something that has plagued your entire existence. But Just like you. our inbox has been plagued <laughs> with piss stories. Pistances, it is unreal how yes. many came in. 
Uh, thank you again for that, I guess. Wow. Uh, over to you, Jackie. Oh, wow. my God. I feel great. I absolutely great. loved it. I I'm just... in a great mood. I How much you do you it. think Taylor Swift pisses in her jets that she takes everywhere? She obviously takes it to the grocery store. Well, I store. think she does like a water world thing where she turns it into water because she's so good about oh, the environment. She's a conservationist. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. But <laughs> also what makes sense is that it's time for the list. Oh, who's on the list? Me. Gotta have that list. You know, I had a different list, but this list intrigued me so much that I, I needed to read it. I just want to say thank you so much, Victoria. Victoria sent in a list because uh, they were they sent me an email yelling about Riverdale and yelling about how ridiculous Riverdale is. And I wanted to go over this during Riverdale Roundup, but we didn't have time, so we're using it on the big top show because Victoria's husband, Victoria's fiance, has a master's in sequential art which is comics. So they asked them a little bit about Riverdale and some of the history in Riverdale. So this led them, led Victoria, to finding this list called Riverdale, the 15 craziest Archie stories ever. And some of them were so fun, I needed to bring them up on the show. Thank you so much, Victoria, for sending this in because it goes all over the place. Did you know that Archie comes up against Predator? Yes, the Predator. <laughs> yes, we are referring to the same technologically advanced alien creature that hunted Arnold Schwarzenegger in the jungle and has murdered his entire team by ripping out their spines as a fun game. So it's totally rational that the Predator would show up in Costa Rica when Archie and the gang are there on spring break, uh. right? I love this. It, apparently, uh, Archie versus Predator by Alex DeCampi and Fernando Ruiz might be the craziest Archie story of all time because here for those of you that are not aware we just got to the finale of Riverdale and I'm gonna say spoiler alert Holden you might love this they're going back in time and they are undoing the time jump. They're going back to the 1950s and they are going to start it all over again with them as teenagers in the 1950s. That is what the last season of Riverdale is going to be, which is why this brought up so much talk of like, how what else could change? What else could happen to Archie and the gang? Apparently there's a an episode or at least a... Um, a comic book chapter of his world where Archie meets Obama or <laughs> where uh, Betty tries to murder Archie. See, and this is helpful for us because the, the, if you know, we started with Riverdale season one, because it was like a great sexy show about like sexy teens murdering each other. But then it like devolved from like, it was like season one, like, the high school football star has been murdered. And then season two, it was like, oh, there's like a serial killer in town. And then season three was like, there's like a cult and, and, a, and a bunch of the bunch of nuns and then season four it's like there's an organ harvesting cult and then season five it's like we're in an alternate dimension and then season six it's the war between angels and devils and so it's yeah. like hard to to deal with as a viewer i'm gonna go with they're all they're, the kids are gonna go back in time and kill hitler you know for season you're seven. not far off holden 
You are not <laughs> far off. They did go back in time and try to prevent the assassination of Dr. Martin of Luther King Dr. Jr. Martin Luther King. So that has that would that was just a couple episodes Been ago. Been there, done that. <laughs> oh, wow. If you That's think so... it could have happened in Riverdale, it has happened in Riverdale. It has happened in they Riverdale. Succeed or no? I guess not. No, huh? no, no. They decided some... it was too much of a. It was a point, a fixed point in time. Fixed point in time. They can't change they it. Do it. There's only but so they much tried. they can change. She didn't try that hard. She was no. like, "Oh, I'm gonna get out of." bus to memphis and save dr king and then they were like no don't do that and she was like okay yeah the bus broke down she's like okay i guess i'll go back and that was about the extent of what she had done now apparently there's a whole part of archie world where there is the blossom twin cest apparently cheryl blossom was deemed too risque and removed from the comics originally apparently cheryl blossom was so attractive and was just like immediately came in and tried to like take off her bathing suit top and betty had to stop her so this character was just kicked out of the world and it was brought they she was brought back in with her brother jason just like in the show of Riverdale. But apparently in this particular storyline of Afterlife with Archie, Jason gets jealous of Cheryl paying too much attention to Archie. She whispers into Jason's ear, Think of me as a cat, and Archie as an orange ball of yarn, a plaything, a passing fancy, at best a friend. Whereas you, my brother dear, are family, and that means forever as she pulls him in closer and the two twins interlock hands and that is creepy but that's exactly <laughs> what it's like in the show oh so, yeah like this is the most important thing about this list is that we are learning that the fucking absolutely astonishing choices made by the show are in line with astonishing choices made by the comics writers and that yeah, is so really the helpful materials fault yes yeah, like yeah, that yeah. makes me feel less fucking you know nuts and where they're getting the ideas from like apparently there's a whole thing where betty goes steady with jesus that there's a series of christian comics starring the riverdale kids that betty has a direct line to god and if you watch the last season of riverdale she also happens to be the harlot of babylon wow <laughs> Yeah, so, and I was like, what is all of this Jesus text doing in Riverdale? And apparently it belongs there. There's a whole so Christian funny. version of Riverdale that that's why they're getting so biblical this last season. Or maybe that's why they're getting so biblical. I have no idea. Weird that it's a comic known for both its like sexy incest storyline and just slipping in some Jesus. Yeah, man. Yep. Slip it right on into bed. <laughs> She's Slip begging for it. And last but not least, Archie dies, which we also did see in River Vale. This had He's happened at least once. Fact, oh, yes. yes, yes and, or, and at least definitely has gotten close to happening many times. Mauled but by a bear. <laughs> this part of our Riverdale, Archie did die. And um, But I guess that was in an alternate universe, just like what's happening in the show and i think that that's another reason why i wanted to read out this list thank you again so much uh victoria for sending it in i just think that um technically this could have been a lot crazier than wow. just creating a ghost train towards a hellmouth where there's going to be a fight between angels and demons between good and evil in a cw television show 
Yeah, I do. I honestly feel relieved. Like I, and I always forget it's a show based on the comics uh, because I just think of it as a CW show. But like, it's comforting to be like the comics made baffling choices so that the show could make baffling choices. I feel yes. at peace. Yes, thank you. And I think maybe it's just because we just watched the finale. I feel a level of peace. Thank you, Victoria. And thank you, everyone, for writing in not only your piss stories, but your Riverdale <laughs> thoughts as well, because I needed them because it was a great last. Oh, Riverdale. It was, it was, very it was good. a great last episode, Riverdale. Just when we thought we were done emotionally, they brought us back in. But that's good because you know you in. have to watch this last season. So yeah. at least they're giving you something to live for on it as opposed to just the begrudged nature of this past season yeah. is what it seems like you We've guys been very like angry it's aged, for a lot of it's seasons. aged both of you like obviously <laughs> like you both have long white beards now and you've got you know yep. big bushy eyebrows yep, like it's now. really yeah. rough yeah like it's it's you guys are old men now yeah it's tough we've seen things we can't unsee and right. i it's- feel older Oh, speaking of things you can't see, I think I'm going blind. Ah, we can't see them. I'm glad we're running a bit over because I have two that I love and a th- and I can't find a third that matches them. So I've you've got two really hot ones love today. It. Okay, yeah. all right. First of all, they get paid to promote. If they want to work for the conglomerate and keep getting big paychecks and more exposure, then the former couple needed to look really happy to be on the red carpet together. They did so. Now, if the third wheel had been there, that would have been fun. She was not. Um, uh, Love Triangle of recent that's created maybe some music based on some people. Is this because you've been listening to the Sabrina Carpenter album? Maybe, but also, did you? I can't believe this wasn't included in the articles. Did you see the red carpet photos? No. Oh, okay. Who else is involved in that drama? Olivia Rodrigo and who's the, do you know the guy's name? I don't know. <laughs> Joshua Bassett. And yes, uh, so <laughs> I, I can't believe you didn't. Know. This was like the big celeb news for me this week. Uh, Olivia Rodrigo and Joshua Bassett did make a red carpet appearance together, where they're like hey, smiling and all these photos together, and it was like this huge deal or whatever. It's kind of like when uh, Kim Kardashian's big fat ass broke the internet. <laughs> it's like on that level, it broke the internet. The internet crashed and crumbled beneath the weight of this. Uh, relationship drama um and then also yeah sabrina carpenter big shout outs i really like her album emails i can't send which came out pretty recently and addresses her end of everything is mj wouldn't you know it it's always the other woman that gets all the shit and not the fucking guy who caused it all i mean isn't it just the classic so um there's some really great tracks on there especially one called because i liked a boy that addresses all the death threats she received after sour came out even though they weren't she wasn't even together with joshua bassett by that point um but regardless, yeah, they uh, they were on the red carpet for High School Musical, the musical, the series, season three. And uh, yeah, socials got hype about it. Uh, check out emails I can't send. Um, but it's kind of crazy. Everyone's like, I can't believe they're in the photo. But, uh, you know, this blind is saying that Disney is the puppeteer of that whole situation. Of course they are. Right? Yeah. I mean, I guess. But also, you know, it's like, I feel like it's young love. 
after about a year or two, you're like, oh yeah, right. I'm. We shouldn't have been together. You know what I mean? Like when when you're that young and you have a big heartbreak, and then a couple of years pass, you get an amazing album out of it. I even said on our talking TV episode, I want to suck this guy's dick because apparently you get <laughs> two good albums came out of it. Like Jesus I Christ! I think that Disney just wanted people to remember that High School Musical, the musical, the series is still going is on, still for going. Yeah, three. I think that that is well what Disney wanted. That is well, but either way. Go check out that album. And Joshua, where's your album, bro? I want I want the third, I want the the final response album. Like, oops, I did it again. <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but regardless, here's your next one. This one actually goes with all the weird food stuff we uh, like oh, to no. talk about. This, for, this former A-list talk show host is lending her name to a company that is selling celebrity meat. Um... Former talk show host. She recently stopped doing her talk show. Wendy Williams. Yes. BiteLabs.org. Let me just put a little link here. Celebrity uh, meat. Celebrity meat. It sounds like James Franco's got a meat. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence has a meat. Kanye West has a meat. No, 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 no. But I think it's, no, no, no. I think it's them trying to get them to... Oh, he just there. says tweet at James Franco and yeah. help make the Franco salami real. Oh, this is what? a nightmare. So, so, but this is the thing. All right. So Bite Labs produces fine artisanal salami from meat that has been lab grown from celebrity tissue samples. Uh, so the process begins oh, with- Oh, it's lab grown meat. I've been ew. calling for this for decades. Well, yes, I'm not ewing about the lab grown <laughs> meat. I'm ewing about the the fact that like they're, they want to use parts of their celebrity- yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. I, this, the, I've done a big. I did a reverse kombucha face on this. At first, I was like, Mm-mm. "No, I guess it's the regular kombucha face." I think I might <laughs> like it. Let's keep, let's learn more. The process begins with myosatellite cells, which are obtained via biopsy. They, these are a particular type of stem cell found in adult muscle that function to repair and regrow damaged muscle. Uh, in order to produce meat and volume, we allow the myosatellite cells to multiply in a growth medium. The medium functions as sort of artificial blood, <laughs> providing the cells with nutrients and growth factors <laughs> oh. to become meat, not only in cell type, but in texture and structure as well. The fledgling muscle cells are attached over a sugar support. This not only provides, yeah, it's just a bunch of the ground. Uh, uh, when fully grown, the muscle pieces are combined and ground to the desired consistency. It's at this point that we mix different types of meats according to the specific recipes for each of our products, <laughs> spices, fats. No! The ground meat is now stuffed in a case and given a final seasoning, we then dry age and cure our salamis in a traditional low temperature environment before packing them for distribution. I always said if it was legal and it was consensual and all this kind of stuff, <laughs> I would maybe try man. What do you guys this think? This isn't man. They're just using cells. But still, I think it's weird and disgusting because right now it's not consenting. It is. How about you pester these celebrities to be like, come on, don't you want to be a salami? Come on, salami. <laughs> They're not asking to be salamis. They're asking people to beg them to be salamis. Yeah, that's weird. I don't like that part. I do like the idea of growing meat in a lab. Yes. 
And I kind of like the idea of using the cells of celebrities to do it. I guess sure. I'm different on that. I could take Would a environmental, leave that. Let's go back to the carbon footprint. Would environmental concerns maybe help you make a decision? Celebrity meat production requires less than 1% of the amount of land needed for traditional farming. Currently, 70% of the world's farmland, almost 30% of the entire Earth's surface, is used for raising animals. Yes, meat so production today is simply unsustainable. Meat. Definitely it, yeah, make lab-made meat. The biggest, even if you don't care about animals, the biggest argument for eating less meat is the like the climate stuff, for yeah. sure. Yes, completely. I love this at the bottom. There's an email. You you can send in an email form. It says famous and want your meat produced. <laughs> uh, it's oh, I mean, you know, this is like PETA stuff. How like I feel like people who are like hey, maybe eat less meat instead of just being normal about it. They're like, what if we do the weirdest fucking thing on earth? Like, right. what if you just said this is like I, I thank God that fucking Beyond Burger isn't like this is this is this tastes like the penis of a celebrity or whatever. You know, like I yeah. Just, <laughs> I just feel like it's a little it's a little heavy handed. Like, just be like we use human cells to make meat it's you're not eating people it's not james franco i don't know i got i need more time to think about this i'm gonna just <laughs> i'm gonna like have a martini and stare at this website for a while and see what comes to me bite labs i can't tell if i hate harass it or your oh favorite celebrity via twitter for bite labs yeah don't harass the celebrities i'm with jackie on that that's not i don't like that if a, no. if, if, if like but of course you know some celebrity Who's a, who's the most famous vegan celebrity? Somebody is going to be like, "Hey, I'm Jason Momoa, and I would love to be turned into a thing of salami." You know what I mean? Sure. Maybe Joaquin Phoenix. I could see that. Alicia Silverstone. I could definitely well, yeah, see she's that. The, she's the biggest vegan celebrity. Yeah. She, she, but she would probably be weird about it. I mean, I would eat Brooke Shields's <laughs> lab made salami. I would definitely do that if they are consenting already. That's so weird that they're like, you should hit them up. It makes it seem like it's going to be like one of those, like, uh, you know, like in a Law and Order episode where you need to frame someone. So you like sneak into their hotel room and like get their like a lock of their hair, you know, yeah. like, I feel right. like we're going to be sneaking celebrity cells to make some celebrity meat. You know, I don't want that. That's scary. I say sneak that meat, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> And I can see again, and uh, I'd probably try some Ellen or whatever, you know what I mean? Why not? On Fuck this it. list, if I had to choose meat from Kanye, Ellen, yeah, J-Law, or James Franco, like yeah, I mean, yeah. I gotta go with, uh, he's he's a bad man, but I think I would choose James Franco meat. All of these people are bad, except for what Jennifer cele- what, what about just what celebrity's meat would you most like to try? I'm gonna go Cher. You think Cher's meat would be good? Yeah. Mm. Do you have some to share? You know, I'll do oh, some. Oh yeah, you'll pun. be make lots of. Yeah, I'll be dressed like <laughs> a uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. And oh yeah, all that good stuff. No, I'd yeah. w- I'd want someone I think that that would have like tenderer meat, fatty kind yeah. of meat. Yeah, I guess it would depend though. You wouldn't want it too fatty though. Like, do you want right. someone like a Jason Momoa that lean meat that would definitely be like a good like I'd eat the t- I'd eat a tenderloin off of I've Jason Momoa. I've seen pictures of Jason Momoa <laughs> you know? kind of in in between films when he kind of lets himself go a little bit. I think that's when you'd Jason want Jason Momoa. Meat. He's been out of work for six months. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, out of work for six months. <laughs> we are Party animal the lab Jason. Meat. Momoa meat. I just want to be clear. We, we're, we're now talking about just eating Jason Momoa. <laughs> no, lab created. You guys can talk meat. about whatever you guys want to. I'm talking about actually <laughs> eating his flesh. And in a live type scenario after playing Also, crash. first thought, Jason Alexander. I feel like Jason Alexander oh, yeah. would have very like supple meat. Yeah. yeah. MJ, 
before we get out of here, what do you got? Lab created. Cher Jason Alexander. Uh, Whose meat am I eating? I'm going to John Goodman's meat. I need John Goodman. I'd be meat made out of John Goodman. Yeah, let me go. Let me let me just get really weird and say Steve Buscemi. Wow. It's going to be real lean. Real lean. Well, there you have it. That's our episode. Thanks so much for joining us for all the piss stories and what celebrity we eat, we'd eat here on page seven. You think of Monsters, Inc. I watch Monsters, Inc. like every other day. So, you know, you got to be somebody from Monsters, Inc. That's the prompt. That'd be great. Who from Monsters, Inc. do you want to eat? Who from Monsters, Inc. do you want to eat? There's only one other guy. So, uh, I guess it's Billy Crystal. Who's going to choose Billy Crystal? It's Billy Crystal or John Goodman, I guess. Yes, I'll go Billy Crystal since you already chose John Goodman. But uh, regardless, thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Um, if you are upset about anything I said about the environment or any of my hot takes today, it's Jackie Zabrowski at gmail.com. No, 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 no. You can send it right in to page7podcast at gmail.com and I'll do exactly like I did with Holden with all the piss stories. And I said, you're the one that asked for the you're piss the stories. One. You're going to read all of them. And that is what <laughs> happened. But I know, I'll try to read your environmental concern email I'll just probably fall asleep yes. quickly <laughs> but I will forward it. them to him don't worry about it my name is Jackie Zabrowski thank you guys so much for hanging out on this weird episode of page 7 it's another weird morning episode I yep. love it my name is Jackie you can follow me on Instagram at Jack That Worm. you can come hang out over on my Twitch which is twitch.tv forward slash oh no it's Jackie I play Sims on Wednesdays we talk about sex on Tuesdays and we play dating games games on Sunday. So come hang out with us. And yes. that is great. I've been talking for days straight. I'm hitting like I am at a point where my mouth is not making sense right. anymore. Right. Not, not, um, not making sense. I took Jackie. three days off of work and then I've just been talking doing for three it all. days straight. So you're killing it. You're killing it. You're doing you. such a good job. Check me out, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. Um, check me out, I Have Anger, which I go to therapy for. <laughs> uh, Patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. If you'd like to follow us further, constant content uh, being uploaded every single week for just $5 a month. Join us for the Jersey Shore Watch Along on Discord for just $10 a month. Uh, and again, page seven podcast at gmail.com, the numeral seven. Uh, hit us up with your conspiracy theories, blind items, and um, no more piss stories. We're good on those. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. MJ. My name is MJ, and I'm MJKL Cat on Insta. All right. I do want to thank you to Strix for giving us a whole week of Strix stuff. We talked, MJ talked about Strix comments over on the page seven LPN TikTok. Holden's going to be doing a sweaty stream for Strix uh, about using the makeup to make him not look as much like a sweaty monster, which he definitely uses. Thank you so much, Strix. And I want to push also, if you happen to be in the Los Angeles area or anywhere close to the LA area, and you could come out on August 24th, we are going to be, Holden and I are going to be doing a karaoke meetup hangout over at The Good Night in yes. North Hollywood, if you look up The Good Night. A dedicated karaoke bar. Uh, it's on 10721 Burbank Boulevard. It is awesome. No charge. Just come hang out and drink with us and do karaoke. It is just absolutely going to be a fun-ass hang. August 24th, The Good Night, uh, 10721 Burbank Boulevard. Uh, Wednesday, it starts at 6 p.m. And we'll be there definitely until 9. That's when like the normal karaoke night kind of starts. Uh, but we can 
can keep kicking it and doing karaoke, but they're going to open up the karaoke early for us. So definitely, definitely come out. If we make a good impression with this one, we might be able to start making this a regular thing. So the more people who show up, the better chance we have of like having a regular karaoke night uh, hosted by Jackie and I. So come on out and hang out, but hold on your hats because it's time for a shout out. Oh, shout, shout, shout. Let it all out. These are the emails that you wrote it about. Come on. We're going to read up to you. Come on. Oh, I just want to say thank you guys so much for writing in such amazing piss stories. I really, truly appreciate it. And you can send in your own piss stories, I guess, if you want, or shout outs to page7podcast at gmail.com. That is page7podcast, seven the number at gmail.com. We read all of them, and especially if it has something to do with global warming or piss, I will be forwarding those to Holden. So please yell at him all you want. I would love to forward them to him. Anyway, it's time for our shout outs. First up, I want to thank you so much, Belle from Denver, for writing in a self-shout-out. You know I love self-shout-outs. Belle says, I don't have any friends that I'm aware of that listen to the show, so I wasn't able to harass anyone to give a shout-out for me. I finally got around to writing a self-shout-out to celebrate my resilience in the last year around the sun. On Thursday the 4th, August 4th, I turned 29 years old. Happy birthday, baby! On page 7 day, no less. Happiest of birthdays to you, Belle. This last year, I celebrated my first year of marriage. Congratulations. Started taking tap classes for the first time, which is something I have dreamed about doing for 15 years and have always been afraid to actually try. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for you, Belle. I can't wait to hear about your tap dancing journey. And most excitingly, I finally left my shitty coffee shop job of seven years, and just last week, I started working in sales for an event planning company that I love in this gorgeous and overwhelming hotel, and so far, it has been amazing. Congratulations, Belle. Belle says, I want to take a moment to shout out how much I've grown to believe in myself in this last year alone, because as I enter my 29th year, I am in need of reminding myself how strong I am. As many fears as I was able to overcome last year, I had a seizure for the first time that put me in the emergency room. They did the necessary scans before I was discharged to ensure that I had no brain tumors or bleeding. All good there, but I still don't have any answers. I did find that I have a great-grandma with epilepsy, and she's still alive, and I have an appointment with a neurologist on Wednesday and an appointment with my general practitioner on Thursday. I'm trying to stay optimistic, and my new company has been nothing but supportive, which is entirely unlike what I'm used to for my last job, so that is helpful. I've required a babysitter since I had a seizure and haven't been able to drive anywhere, so that has been the biggest adjustment so far. I'm preparing myself for a lot of tests ahead, 
and more questions before I have any answers. But I have a solid support system and an incredible podcast to listen to when I need to keep my spirits up. I made it through 28, and I'm not about to let 29 push me around this easily. I love you guys. Thank you for everything you do. You guys are my favorite. And you know what, Belle? You're my favorite. Thank you so much for writing in about this. And you got this. And you're taking care of yourself. And you're already making the necessary self-care adjustments in your life. I'm so proud of you, Belle. You got this shit. And please let us know how it goes. And let me know how those tap dancing classes go. Happy birthday, Belle. You got it, baby. I also want to say, oh my God, thank you so much to Sarah for corroborating Megan's Timothy Chalamet piss story from last week. Sarah says, my jaw absolutely hit the floor when I heard the conspiracy theory about Timothy peeing in bottles during the shooting of Little Women because, simply put, it's true. I work in the film industry in Massachusetts, and though I did not work on Little Women, I have two close friends who did. They worked very closely with Timothy daily and told me about the peeing in water bottles mystery. I was fascinated, so much so that I constantly hounded my friends for pee-pee updates. Apparently, a handful of the crew knew about the pee bottles. Teamsters were cleaning up the bottles in his trailer, even though, yes, he did have a functioning bathroom inside of his trailer. Locations were cleaning up the bottles in his on-set green room. It was truly bizarre, and we never solved the mystery. Thank you so much for the corroboration, Sarah. Needed to know it! And now we do, and it all lives in our brains rent-free every time you look at Timothy. And last but not least, I just want to say thank you so much to Brenna for writing in about Riverdale Roundup. The subject line was Riverdale Roundup is the best part of LPN. And I just want to say thank you so much. They said, don't you dare doubt your contribution to the world and the culture and our society via Riverdale Roundup. My mom and I watch this show and discuss it weekly in our own Riverdale Roundup, but I doubt we're as funny as y'all are. You stop. As my mom and I always say, Riverdale is something that happens to you. I also think it's the closest my mother will ever get to understanding what mushrooms are like. <laughs> Thank you for suffering and cheering and going through the full gambit of emotions with us about this show. Also, the pod just confirms that this show doesn't only exist in my head. So thanks for that. P.S. Cheryl gang rise up. I love you, Cheryl. And thank you so much for sending this in, Brenna. I really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today on page seven and for enduring some of the Riverdale talk. I know it's not for all of you, but it is for some of you and you know who I'm talking to. Love you guys so much and we'll be back next week. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.